0: What is up, H Town? This is your host Jeff Balky on the Believe in Astros podcast here on the Believe Podcasting Network. Did you miss me? I was out of town last week on vacation. Uh, so, did I miss anything? <laughs> I mean, I was only gone a week. That much, not a whole lot, could have happened in the week I was gone, right? Good Lord! It should be noted that my uh, vacation was with my in-laws. Uh, and my father-in-law is a massive baseball fan. In fact, I teased the fact that we might be doing a podcast while on vacation down there. Sadly, that did not happen. I was busy fishing and doing other things with the family, but I am going to get him on in the future because he's absolutely fascinating and a huge baseball fan, and, and it will be fun to talk to him. But wow. Uh, wow. What a week. Uh, What a a couple of weeks for the Astros. I mean, the last time, you know, I did this, we were talking about this incredible, you know, quote-unquote gauntlet that was coming up for the Astros as they were heading into nine games against the Yankees and the Mets. And all they did was go like a buzzsaw through New York. They basically sliced up and diced up the entire metropolitan area. From the Bronx to Queens and everywhere in between. I mean, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, I guess. And the Astros just absolutely crushed. Today I've got some some really interesting numbers uh, that I want to talk about. Um, But first, let's just state the obvious. This baseball team is rolling. Now with over 50 games, we're approaching the midway point of the season. Uh, This is the best they've played um, this is some of the best baseball we as Astros fans have seen in years, maybe ever, especially with the pitching. And, and again, I'm going to talk about that. But my goodness, I, it's hard to describe what the Astros are doing other than to say it's historic, both for the franchise and, frankly, for baseball. Um, they went into New York, this nine-game stretch, Came out of it 7-2. There are only two losses in walk-offs at Yankee Stadium. I tell you what, let's bring on the uh, ALCS against the Yanks because is that going to be a fun series or what? I mean, come on. Look, I don't like the New York Yankees organization. I don't like the way they do things. I don't I don't like their weird, like, cultish, you-can't-have-a-beard thing and you can't have long hair i mean what, this is the 1950s but they've got some great players let's let's be clear aaron judge is phenomenal john carlos stanton is phenomenal uh they have some outstanding players on that team and they are formidable they're the best record in baseball the astros are right behind them now but man, what a series. And then and the Astros just decimated the Mets. Let's talk about that for a second, too. I mean, they just absolutely ruined the Mets, you know, um, it was impressive. It was an impressive showing. And then of course, they then came home and you start to worry, like, I don't know if you're like me, but you you do there is in the back of your head you're starting to think okay this has been an incredible run it was intense it was like playoff like atmosphere in New York and here in Houston for these games will there be a letdown especially against the Angels who have just been my goodness what is up with the Angels I mean it's it's really something to see the standings right now I mean first of all every a lot of people the the sort of chic pick at the beginning of the year was the Mariners are going to unseat the Astros. Well, the Mariners are 40 and 42. They're currently 13 and a half games the back of the Astros, but look at the angels, 16 games back, 37 and 44. I mean, it, it boggles the mind with all the money they've spent. And, and by the way, the Rangers, 37 and 41, the Texas Rangers who went out and spent a bunch of money, you know, these guys, they keep trying to beat the king, but if you're going to, as Omar Little once said, if you're going to come at the king, you best not miss. And uh, did Omar Little say that? I think he did. Somebody said it. And were they as cool as Omar Little from uh, The Wire? Probably not. Who cares? Let's, I, I'm so dazed and confused by what I've just witnessed. And by the way, it should be noted, I watched a lot of the a lot of the games while I was on vacation. It wasn't just me fruiting around. I had some Astros fans there. My brother-in-law Eric, my father-in-law Alan, they are big, big Astros fans. Fortunately, the place we stayed had Xfinity. We were uh, down on the beach, and and we were able to watch the games, including the no hitter in New York, which was just an incredible game. I mean, a combined no hitter. That's a combined no-hitter and two immaculate innings for the Astros in the past two weeks. Yeah, you know, The immaculate innings in the same game, they went 12-2. and If you go back to the last game versus the White Sox, and then yesterday, July 4th, and I'm doing this Tuesday morning, the, the incredible comeback against the Royals. I mean, granted, it's against the Royals. The Royals are, you know not exactly the Yankees, but to come back from a 5-0 deficit and then walk it off with Jordan. The second straight walk-off, by the way, Jeremy Pena on Sunday with two home runs, including the walk-off homer, in a game where the Astros absolutely manhandled the Angels on the from the mound. 20 strikeouts. Uh... <laughs> I mean, just the numbers, and I and I want to talk about those numbers. I actually wrote a post for the Houston Press; it should go up today. I'll definitely put it in the links uh, on my podcast page for this at the at at the Believe Podcasting Network page. But this has just been incredible, in just absolutely astounding. In fact, you can follow me at Jeff Balke, J A J E F F B A L K E on Twitter. And I've I've retweeted over the past couple of weeks a lot of these statistics, um, from from a lot of great writers and and people around baseball, just just really, just incredible stuff, by the Astros over the last you know fourteen games. So let's talk about some of these numbers real quick. I, I wrote down for my uh, story in the Houston Press eight incredible numbers. Uh, from the Astros over these last couple of weeks. Um, they don't include the record of 12 12 wins, two losses. They don't include the combined no hitter, the two Immaculate innings. It's really, and those are incredible. But what we're seeing is is a historic series of performances by this team. Let's start with the number 12. That is the cons- number of consecutive strikeouts. Fromber Valdez threw in a single game. Now, that came in the 20 strikeout game. He ultimately had 13, which is a, um, uh, a record, personal record for him in a game. Valdez is not typically a big strikeout thrower. He is a guy that gets a lot of ground ball outs. So, to see him getting double digits in strikeouts is, is rather unusual. Um, he's still one of the best pitchers on the team uh and and just continues to be great but he was he had his strikeout game on now some of that might be the angels the angels are striking out at, at cra- with crazy pace right especially recently but his 13 you know the 12 consecutive is an astros record that's an astros record and it just led to this total dismantling of the Angels um, over this series. And I'm gonna, that's going to take me to my second number, and that's 20, which is the number of strikeouts they had in a nine-inning game. Now, this is the only the eighth time this has happened since 1901, and the first time the Astros have ever done it. Prior to this, the Astros had had 18 in a game before, but that was back in, like, the 60s. So this has been a long time. Now, keep in mind that two things about this. First, Valdez had 13 of these strikeouts. The remaining seven came from relievers, including striking out the side in the ninth inning by Ryan Presley, who, by the way, since blowing that save in New York, has been nothing short of fantastic. So, and keep this in mind. The Astros were actually down in this game early, and this ended with a Jeremy Pena walk-off two-run home run. Right? <laughs> I mean, Jeremy Pena, who had, who had homered earlier in the game, and but when you think about like they struck out twenty, they still had to win on a walk-off because it was a very tough game overall. But my goodness. 20 strikeouts in a game is incredible. I mean, eight times since 1901 should tell you just how difficult of an accomplishment that is. And the Astros, with all their incredible pitching that they've had over the years with Nolan Ryan and Mike Scott and Randy Johnson and, you know, all of these incredible players, you know, never done this before. So just a remarkable accomplishment uh, for them. So the next number I'm going to bring up is 48. This is the number of strikeouts in a three-game series without extra innings that the Astros put up, a Major League Baseball record against the Angels, 48. Now they had 20 in one game, so that really does pad those stats a little bit. But that means they had at least nine in each of the other two games, unless my math is failing me, which it often does. 48 strikeouts in three games is just... I mean, what even do you say about that? That's incredible. 48 strikeouts in th- spread over a three-game series. Now, they swept the series, and you would expect them to. But that took them a pair of walk-offs to do, right? Right? it took them a pair of walkoffs because they had, you know got a rough outing from Jake Rizzi yesterday uh, in his return giving up 5 runs over just a few innings um and it also they had the 20 strikeout game where they you know they were down 2 to nothing and then it was tied 2 to 2 until they hit the walkoff but 48 strikeouts in a 3 game series is just you know what now that I go back to this. Let me let me backtrack just a minute. I realized Jake Gutierrez pitched it was against the Royals yesterday. So my bad on that. Nevertheless, 19 strikeouts, 48 strikeouts with 18 of those coming in two games and 20 coming in another. That's an that's an incredible number no matter how you look at it. No matter which way you you look at it. So speaking of strikeouts, let's go to this number. 27. That is the number of strikeouts over two games by Christian Javier while only allowing one hit. Now, think about that for just a minute. We just had 48 strikeouts in three games. Javier had 27 in two separate games just by himself. That included seven innings of no-hit baseball against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. Right? I mean... Put that in, think about that for a second. 27 strikeouts by Christian Javier over two games while only allowing a single hit. So a few weeks ago, we were all but certain that once Jake Rizzi came back and eventually Lance McCullers, who's continuing his rehab and, and continuing to pitch from a mound. That Javier was going to go back to the bullpen. We all kind of said, look, this is likely to happen. But right now, he might be their best pitcher. And that's a conversation that we're going to have to have. Right now, the Astros are on a six-man rotation with Odorizzi back. They'll continue to do that for a while. Eventually, we're going to have to have that conversation. uh, If everybody keeps pitching like this, fingers crossed. But, yeah, Javier just just incredible and speaking of incredible pitchers that brings me to another number and that's 21 that is the number of consecutive scoreless innings thrown by ryan stanick and it's 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 ryan not ryan (laughs) remember that i don't know if you guys have ever listened to jim rome back in the day he used to play a thing from uh, i think it was ryan sandberg which is r-y-n-e ryan and there was like a little clip where he'd say it's ryan not ryan It's Ryan, not Ryan. Anyway, for for those of you who don't know that, my deepest sympathies and apologies for that 15 seconds of your life that you can't get back. Anyway, Ryan Stanek, 21 consecutive scoreless innings. Look, we can talk about the starters all we want, but let's not overlook the bullpen. Stanek, chief among them. Like, certainly, Rafael Montero has been fantastic. Ryan Presley has recovered very well. There have been some guys that are pitching out there that are just Mm -hmm. tremendous. But Ryan Stanek, he deserves to be an all-star. You know, in in 2017, Chris Davinsky uh, made the all-star game as a setup man for the Astros. Ryan Stanek deserves that as well. I don't think there's any question he deserves to be considered. He probably won't make it. It's very difficult for non-closers <clears throat> to uh, make an all-star appearance. But if anybody deserves it, it's that guy. By the way, the Yankees would make him cut his hair. Tell with that. Okay, couple more numbers. Nine. This is the number of strikeouts for Mike Trout in a three-game series against the Astros. He was 0-11 with nine strikeouts. Mike Trout. We're not talking about anybody here. Mike freaking Trout. One of the best baseball players over the last decade. And still one of the best base players in baseball. Truly one of the greats. And the Astros just skunked him. Now, he's going through some struggles right now. All hitters do. Even the good ones. Even the great ones. But... 0 for 11 with 9 strikeouts? That's, uh, that's impressive if you're the Astros. That is mega impressive if you're the Astros. You've, you've got a lot to hang your hat on with that one. Okay, let's take our foot off of Mike Trout for the moment and go on to the next number, and that's 10. Now, this stat, honest to God, blows me away. This is the consecutive games in which the Astros did not take an at-bat while trailing. This goes back to the last game of the White Sox series, all the way through all nine games of the New York series. Now, they lost two of those games, but they lost them on walk-offs, right? In, in, you know, in the Bronx against the Yankees. They lost them in walk-offs. In those two games, one the Ryan uh, Ryan Presley implosion, the other one the home run by Aaron Judge, but they never came at they they for ten straight games they did not come to bat without a lead. That is an and that might be the craziest number of the bunch when you think about it. I mean, ten games they didn't trail. When they were batting. And and I think the thing is, it really does... It's got to help you, you know, if you're batting, to, to, to come to... Not not to have to worry about it as much. You're like, all right, let's just tack on. But to take some of that pressure off... I mean, they didn't trail at all in 10 straight games, except for the two that they lost, and the only way they trailed was in the final score. In all... for You know... For all intents and purposes, the Astros really should have gone uh, 14-0 in that stretch. Yankees are very good, and they walked off a couple of times. But good grief. That's just an incredible thing to me, um, that their only two losses came in walk-offs during that 10-game stretch. And the rest of the time, they never trailed. All right, last number in this batch, and that is the number four. And this is just kind of a fun one. So, Jordan Alvarez hit a walk-off home run yesterday. This was on Monday. Um, He is number 44. His ball allegedly went 444 feet, and it happened on July the 4th. Look, I don't make these things up. These are just impressive numbers that you, you know, you... And, and look, there are a lot of other crazy stats out there. Let's let's be clear: there are stats all over the place that demonstrate just how great the Astros have been, particularly pitching, but also hitting. I mean, Jose Altuve uh, is up; his his WAR number is way up. His OPS is up above nine hundred now, I believe. Like he's he's legit again. You know, you can see Alex Bregman has really come around. You've you've seen his numbers increase. We're seeing better numbers from Yuli Gurriel. He got a critical RBI yesterday. Um, Jeremy Pena is clearly rounding back into shape. And, you know, the player of the month in June, Jordan Alvarez, just keeps on going. Uh, Michael Brantley still out with that little injury, but I don't think that's going to affect him for very long. Um, And we've got... uh, you know, we got Jake Myers back, and he's starting to hit the ball well uh, now that he's back and is helping to shore up sort of the end of that lineup. And, hell, we, we even have a Corey Lee sighting. The Astros' best prospect, a catcher, uh, has, has gotten some time and probably will get some time. I mean, you're not going to take... No matter how tough a year it's been for Martin Maldonado, although he did hit two home runs this weekend uh, in a single game, I mean, it's impossible to take Machete out for long periods of time because of just how good he is defensively. We saw it again yesterday in throwing a guy out uh, in a critical situation late in the game. I mean, he's and that, that play at first base, if you haven't seen the replay of it, where he goes down to first place with the with the, you know, the Angels and the guy doesn't put his foot back on the bag. They throw him the ball, he tags him out and uh, it's so it's hilarious really because when you see it you see that i can't remember who was who was it that had the ball if it was altuve or if it was diaz they were going to throw the ball over to first and the the, the angels runner thought they were going to throw the ball to him like he thought it was they were, they were being silly not realizing that martin maldonado is literally standing directly behind him and their first base coach is just staring at him like it, it was one of the weirdest and and most bizarre plays you'll see and and something Maldonado said he'd been wanting to do his whole career. honestly, it was just a it was just the best. you know th- this was a week and a half, two weeks for the Astros that that really if you're an Astros fan, it's hard to get much better. It really, really is. I mean, this was a fun, fun, fun couple of weeks uh, for this Astros team. Now going forward. You know the Astros have a little bit softer schedule. Um, they, they have another three games against the Royals uh, at Minute Maid, then they go to the A's, who are god awful. Uh, they go on a West Coast trip that takes them to the A's and the Angels, and they, you saw what they just did to the Angels. Then they're back home for the A's before they finally finish out their three game set against the Yankees here at Minute Maid Park. July uh, 20th and 21st. Or maybe that's a double header. It's a double header actually on the 21st. Um, that's to make up those games that they weren't able to play at the beginning of the year because of the lockout. So really, if you look at this stretch of games, let's see one, let's see one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. That's a 12 game stretch before they reach the Yankees. And then after that, it's Mariners, athletics, Mariners, Red Sox, who've been terrible before playing Cleveland. I mean, they really have a a schedule right now, not to mention the fact that they have already played more home games. I mean, more away games than almost anybody else. I think they played more road games than anybody in baseball. And the majority of their remaining games are going to be at home. So the second half of the season, they really do have a chance to like, to just go. Um, They've played most of their more difficult games against their tougher opponents. I mean, hey, look, thank God for the AL West, (laughs) the worst division in baseball. The Astros are up 13 and a half games. They could be up 20-plus games by the time the postseason rolls around. That's how bad this this division is. I mean, it's really bad. So we're going to watch it, and we're going to enjoy it. Like, let's all have a mantra that we're going to watch the Astros and we're going to enjoy it. Because this is the kind of thing where it's like when you have a really great player. Like, we have Jordan and we have Kyle Tucker and we have Jeremy Peña, who are all young, talented players. You have to take advantage of that. You have to enjoy those moments because they don't come around very often. This This is the continuing the golden era of baseball for the Houston Astros. So enjoy it. I mean, they're not going to win a World Series every year, probably. Um, But just how good they are. It's worth watching. It's worth paying attention. Truly. So that's going to do it for me. I'm planning on possibly having a second podcast later this week. If not, I'll definitely be back next week. You can find me on Twitter, at Jeff JeffBalke, J-E-F-F-B-A-L-K-E. You can also get this podcast in all your favorite places, Spotify, Apple... Joe's podcasting shack. I don't think that's actually a thing, but you could try it. Um, Obviously you can find us on the believe podcasting network. Thanks again for joining us. My name is Jeff Balky for believe in Astros podcast. We'll see you next time. Go Astros.